Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Back to the Believe in Arizona Football Podcast on the Believe Podcast Network. I am your host, Eddie Law. My co-host, former Arizona Wildcats corner number five in your programs, Mr. Shaquille Richardson, is actually out playing for the CFL's Toronto Argonauts, stacking up wins, getting those stats, and just doing it big. But uh, he will be back very soon to break down uh, every game and give you an analysis and insight on everything in Arizona Wildcats football. Folks, please make sure to hit the subscribe button, the like button, the thumbs up button. Leave a comment or review. It would be, it would be so kind. Help us grow. And tell your friends about us. If you have Wildcat football friends, even if they're not Wildcat fans, why not? Tell them about us. Tell them to hit up the show. Come hang out with us every single episode. We're back and better than ever. All eyes are on the gridiron as we're heavy into both college and NFL seasons. As always, Bet Online is your number one spot for all pro and college football action this season. With a new updated site and interface, even more odds, more props, and contests, Bet Online continues to be the number one source for everything football. Head to the website betonline.ag or use your mobile device to sign up to receive a hundred your hundred percent welcome bonus. That's double your initial deposit just for signing up. Don't forget to use promo code NFL100. That is NFL100, all one word. Bet Online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports. Bet Online your online sportsbook experts. Folks, it's been a rough, rough season. We're not even to the midway point of the season just yet, but there's room for hope. There's room for criticism. There's room for analysis, but definitely we're we're not blind to the predicament we find ourselves in as an Arizona football program. So what has happened so far this season? Kicking off at the very first week here, uh, BYU, Went to that game in Las Vegas, very optimistic. We weren't too crazy, you know, guaranteeing wins or anything like that, but we were expecting a very good performance, and we got a pretty decent one. You know, Gunnar Cruz, who started the you know, starting quarterback, coming over from Washington State in the, in the transfer portal, threw for 336 yards. Uh, Michael Wiley, 64 yards rushing. Stanley Berryhill, who, and, and you'll see this as, as a pattern as the season goes on, as we talk about the, the, the last five games. He ended up being our best offensive weapon. So he comes up 102 yards uh, in that game. Then we go into San Diego State. Again, we did pretty well against BYU in Las Vegas, considering, right? Moral victories. BYU's been together for a long time. Going to San Diego State at home, and we take another L, 38 to 14. Will Plummer ends up with the uh, with most of In fact, let's go ahead and look at the, uh, the stats on that game. So this is where we start at the point of Jed Fish came into the season talking about he wants to have a, a two-quarterback system, right? Which works better in college. Not in the NFL, obviously. That doesn't work very well in the NFL. But a lot of people, the old saying has been, if you have two starting quarterbacks, you have none, right? So Jed Fish came in and uh, with the uh, with both Will Plummer and Gunnar Cruz, they're going you know, to share starts, time, and all this sort of stuff. So Will Plummer got the, the, the most of the, uh, of the 
of, of the playing time, I guess, in this game, going eight for 17, 109 yards and a touchdown. Gunnar Cruz, 10 for 19, 70 yards, a touchdown and a pick. And, you know, it, if the quarterbacks go, the receivers go too. Uh, as you can see, Tavian Cunningham, five catches, 81 yards and a, and a score. Stanley, keeping it going, five catches, 67 yards and a touchdown. So, again, going to the game two, still, okay, optimistic. We're still brand new, we're trying to figure out what we're doing here. Uh, for all lack of for lack of a better term, we're still a pretty damn new team. And we have a brand new head coach who's never had been a head coach before. Then we hit the, uh, the, the what I would like, what I would call rock bottom. And that's when the uh, NAU Lumberjacks came into Arizona Stadium and, and beat us for the first time since 1932. Nobody could have predicted this happening, right? So, hired Jetfish. At first, the Jetfish hiring wasn't very popular. It was not a popular. It was not a popular hiring. A lot of people wanted a, a, an alumni, somebody that played for you know for Arizona to to coach, and there was guys that wanted it. Sure, their coaching resumes weren't very large, but we wanted them, right? Instead, we got Jetfish, who had who has had a lot of jobs in college and the NFL, but also glowing reviews, glowing reviews from guys like Pete Carroll, guys like Bill Belichick, you know. Um, and more importantly, he brought the alumni back, right? At the spring game, you had Rob Gronkowski coaching against uh, Ted Bruschi. Uh, Shaq was at the game. Uh, a lot of guys, you know, Kaysen was at the game. Antoine Kaysen, all these other guys coming back. Wow, this new Coca-Cola to come back to, sugar. To, Is it the best Coke you know, ever? impose knowledge on no. the team and on the young guys there. So yes. it's, it no. was great, yes. right? No. Yes. No. First two games, right, guys? Cool. BYU, we get three powerful teams. And we're obviously more fans than we are. San Diego State, okay. All right, we get that. NAU. That's where a lot of people are saying the honeymoon ended for uh, the honeymoon period for Jeff Station and, and the Arizona program. Uh, coming into into Tucson, like, sure, you see the passing numbers, and you'll see this later on when we talk about where we're ranked as far as what we've given up, passing yards-wise and everything. But RJ Martinez, 11 for 16, 88 yards, a touchdown and a pick. Okay, didn't hurt anybody. But... Kevin Daniels, 27 carries, 127 yards and a touchdown. RJ ran, for, ran six times for 43. That is not acceptable at all, right? Like, if you take away the pass like we did, like you, you should be able to control the running game. And, and as Shaq would say, a lot, of the, a lot of the secondary ended up having to make a lot of tackles. That front seven was not doing their job, really. For our team, for our offense, Will Plummer, 19 for 34, 191 yards, a touchdown, and two picks. Sure, young guy. Last season when he played, he wasn't expecting to play. This season he was expecting to play, but still, very young guy, brand new head coach, new 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 system and all that. We weren't expecting a lot out of him. Jordan McLeod, and this is going to be, you know, later on we'll talk about. Jordan McLeod actually came in, all right, with a you know, breath, of, breath of fresh air, six for seven, 66 yards, and a touchdown, and, you know, garbage time, but still a touchdown. And um, we ended up losing by two points. Right, defensively, if you look on here, and again, Drake Anderson, 12, uh, 12 carries, 72 yards on, on the running game. Stanley Berryhill still doing it big, 11 catches, 94 yards, two scores for Booby Curry, who we were expecting to be a big part of his offense, and he really hasn't been there very much. We'll talk about that uh, again. Turnovers, we fumbled the ball, we lost two of them. Oh, I'm sorry, we got back two of them, we lost one, and uh, it, it's just, it's just bad defensive, you know, defensively. You know, you can see a number right here, one sack, seven tackles for a loss, which is good, right? But, you know, two pass, only two pass breakups, no, I believe no turnovers, right? Or maybe one 
turnover in this game. Yeah, one turnover in this game. Two turnovers, sorry. Christian Roland Wallace and Kenny Herbert. Uh, Herbert. So this one was the one where everybody was, I mean, you, you I always you know, check the forums after the game, see what people are thinking, what fans are thinking. And this is where you got the amount of negativity coming towards this, uh, towards Jed Fish specifically, but also the program. So 0-3 at this point, okay? And unfortunately, 0-2 at home, which is a, a, an uglier stat. Then we go into Eugene, Oregon, and face the uh, the number three ranked Oregon Ducks, and, and we get spanked. Now, you know, Jed Fish said, all right, Will Plummer ain't doing it. Gunnar Cruz ain't doing it. We're going to start Jordan McLeod. 21 for 35, 233 yards, and a touchdown, and five picks. This is definitely one of those see-what-you-got games, right? Because after pick number two, you would think Gunnar Cruz or Will Palmer would come in, right? But no, he let him fly. So, you know, he did carry the ball 9 for 69, carry 64 yards. But, I mean, five turnovers? No wonder we lost 41 in that team, right? As you can see there on the, on the, on the breakdown, we were down only 17-7 in the first quarter. Then we got a field goal that had seven more. Then we dropped nine points in the third to get it real close. And then they dropped 17 on us in the fourth quarter. So, you know, defensively, we, we, we lost a lot of uh, a lot of gas there. But still, uh, and pay attention to the, the, the running game of the other team, the opposing running game. Five carries, 92 yards. How? How, Sway, as Kanye would say. 11 carries, 45 yards for Verdell. One touchdown. 12 carries, 41 yards. They don't seem like big numbers because we compare them to, you know, like NFL running backs who average like 90 to 100 carry, you know, uh, uh, yards a game. But. To have 245 rushers and 192 rusher is ugly defensively, right? Um, Receiving-wise, you know, other than than a, than a big play by Jalen Red, you know, nobody put up monster numbers, right? They were all very, you know, red zone touchdowns and stuff like that. A lot of it had to do with the interceptions. Don't get it twisted, right? More than likely would have had a lot more yardage passing-wise if it wasn't for the turnovers. Defensively, one sack, nine tackles for a loss. Uh four uh, quarterback hurries or hits on the quarterback, whatever you want to call it, one pass breakup. Those are not acceptable for winning numbers. But again, top five team, the Oregon Ducks are always really good, high flyers. So, you know, we went to this game sort of, well, it's going to be really hard, but we weren't holding our breath for a win, right? Then you see LA comes to Arizona on October 9th. And unfortunately, this is where the wheel started to come off a little bit. Sure, Jordan McLeod played well, 21 completions on 30 attempts 182 yards but no scores Jameer Joyner uh scored one on a trick play to Michael Wiley and then you know the rushing game was all right it was cool whatever Jordan McLeod got hurt and all indications including head coach Jed Fish is that it's not a short-term injury he's going to be gone for a while Gunnar Cruz came in went four for seven 48 yards yeah it's nice and everything but we ended up losing the game uh defensively is where it hurt us now in the first quarter we were only down seven to three Right then, we ended up catching up. Ended up being like a, like a thirteen to fourteen at halftime. We were losing by one point. Then UCLA dropped ten on us in the third. We only had out of field goal, and then they dropped another ten on us in the fourth. And that's where the score is what it is. The game was playing wise, it was a lot closer than it looks like in the scoreboard, but it was still it was still a loss, right? So now we're sitting at zero and five. No wins, no wins at all, but definitely no wins in the conference, and. You got Jordan McLeod's out, so we got to find out whether we're going to have Plummer or Cruz. And you got to wonder what we're going to do here, right? Like, what is a head coach Jed Fish going to do about this uh, 
the predicament we're in, for lack of a better term. Um, so yeah. Now, if we look at the uh, the rankings here for for the for the Wildcats, this is where you kind of get like the big picture start of it. And again, rankings don't mean a lot as far as when it's like you know uh, uh, objective, but subjective is different. Like there's concrete evidence, right? Like um, Arizona ranks 75th in the country for yards given up, 75th out of 130 teams, right? 109th in rushing up. That is a major problem. If you go back to the UCLA game. If you see right, let me pull it up here. I'm gonna have to pull it up for you guys because it doesn't show. It usually gives you a little thing right here, but look at their rushing right here. You had Britton Brown, 12 carries, 146 yards, and a touchdown. And Zach Chabernet, 21 carries, 117 yards. You can't have that. You you can't have that. Because that's they're scoring and they're killing the clock at the same time. So defensively we know what we got to do we got to stop the run right i mean dtr during during thompson robinson he's not the best passing quarterback ever he makes mistakes he's doing interception right but he's a great uh, a great play action guy pretty good play action guy but he's also a very good you know runner that he takes off right but their running game was really good and our run defense was awful just terrible right and then it was in 34 16 which honestly a lot of people were actually being, being a little more optimistic about this loss if you can be optimistic about any losses than uh than even the oregon one but it's still ugly like you can't lose to ucla that way so keeping on going with the uh the rushing or the the rankings here we do rank eighth in the country for pass yards given up but don't get too excited because that's because everyone's running on us although i will say our secondary uh, you know and you know is, is solid right they're solid but they're just running on us all game long there's no reason that to pass on us too much and, and risk interceptions, really. Offensively, there's no consistency, consistency, consistency at all, right? 118th in points per game, 85th in total yards per game, 97th in rush yards per game, and 50, 50th in pass yards per game. I don't need to keep talking about rankings. You guys, you see the whole story. Inconsistent on both sides of the ball, and we're not really sure what the problem is. Is it a leadership issue? Is it a personnel issue? Is fish was fish not ready for this for this you know for, for the for the uh, this job for this head coaching gig? Is it too early to criticize him for it? Um, for a lot of people calling for his job, forget it. Okay, forget it. The fact that they had to pay Kevin Sumlin so much money to not coach, and then they gave Jed Fish the contract he has. That we're gonna have Jed Fish for minimum three years, minimum, probably more, but minimum. So. This season's, you know, one of those see what you got type of seasons. Um, and again, in college football, you you know the head coaches recruiting and all that. You got to wait to see what he, who he gets, who he's able to implement to his system. Can he get the right personnel for his for his crew and all that? And then we'll find out what he what he is. Until then, we just got to kind of hope. So, uh, let's look at the rest of the season here before we call it a night at Colorado next weekend, uh, twelve thirty on Pac twelve Network. Uh, that this this. I'd love to be optimistic with you guys and tell you this is our best chance at a win, but this is going to be another tough game. Every game for us is going to be really hard. So Colorado's one and four on the season, one win over Unco. Who is exactly the Northern Colorado Bears? Come on, folks. Okay, we should be able to get a win. That's basically their NAU. Although we did lose to our NAU. But they, you know, they took a loss to Texas A&M, ten to seven. Okay, 
ASU trounced them 35-13. Minnesota shut them out 31-30. USC 37-14. Lost to USC 37-14, which, by the way, USC isn't the greatest team this year, but their personnel is still pretty good. And, 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 you know, against the pass, they're really hard, you know, to beat. But uh, either way, now they have us this weekend. Um, we're kind of like each other's best chance for a win in a weird way. So, yeah, just looking at that game, it, it's a, every game in college football is a must win. But in order to not make it 18 losses in a row, you have to win this game. Have to, okay? Look into the rest of the season. Well, the next week... We get uh, uh, on October 22nd, we get the Washington Huskies coming off loss to the Oregon State 27 24. Obviously, they get UCLA this weekend, so we'll see what happens there. Um, I believe this is Arkansas State that they beat. Yep, Arkansas State. They beat Arkansas State. They lost to Montana. Yeah, the Montana Grizzlies lost to Montana. Fair enough. You know, the Pac 12 on paper always looks nice, and then, you know. In practice, is a little different. Uh, then we get USC at USC in Southern Cal. And again, not the greatest team, but still a pretty good passing attack. And they got a lot of personnel. Then uh, at home, November 6th in, against Cal. Then uh, November 13th against Utah. Utah's having a weird season. Three and two so far. They beat Washington State. They beat USC you know, in, in SoCal. But they they lost to the, both BYU and San Diego State, which who we both lost to as well. Um, if you guys remember, Utah last season was really, really tough. Now, these last two wins, they've changed quarterbacks, so they're pretty good. We'll have to wait and see what, uh, what, what we land on uh, November 13th. November 19th at Washington State, and then November 27th in Tempe against Arizona State. Um, look, I don't got to tell you, I don't got to tell you guys that, that every game is a must win from now on. From now on, every game is a must, must win. Um, every game in college football games, like I said earlier, every game is a must win. But these games, like, you got to win them. So, um, and I, I know we're going to lose again, for sure. Uh, just, just going off the last few games, sure enough. But, but there's a, there's a, there's a lot of, there's no tomorrow on this rest of the schedule. Why not just go nuts, go after it, get, you know, make a play, see what happens. So we'll see what happens here. Um, again, quarterback wise, McLeod's out for a while and it's not going to be, he's not going to be back anytime soon. You guys saw the injury. It was ugly. And uh, so we're, we're going to be playing with Gunnar Cruz. We're going to play with Will Plummer. Has either guy made any progress in practice? Have they learned anything sitting behind McLeod, watching, learning, seeing how the plays are going, seeing how the system works? Um, we'll find out. We'll find out this weekend against Colorado. It's, we should win this game, but we'll see. Um, all right. That's going to do it for this episode. Oh, don't forget, this Saturday, the Wildcats head to Folsom Field to take on Colorado Buffaloes. Kickoff is at 12.30 p.m. Weird enough, we actually get a daytime game. Why doesn't the Pac-12 get daytime games, by the way? All our times are at night. That makes no sense. But kickoff is at 1230 on the Pac-12 network. Can our guys finally break this losing streak? Let's hope so. So uh, that's going to do it for this episode of the Believe in Arizona Football Podcast on the Believe Podcast Network. Please remember to subscribe wherever you are watching or listening. Subscribe. Give us a thumbs up. Uh, you know, Make sure you uh, tell your friends about us and help us grow and everything. The Believe in Arizona Football Twitter is at Believe in AZF. It's also our uh, Instagram and our Facebook. And make sure you follow Shaq on Twitter and Instagram at DR4 underscore Unruly. That's his IG and his Twitter. I am at Elaw32 on Twitter and Elaw52 on Instagram. So if you want to come see some pictures of memes and stuff like that, just come hang out and uh, you know do your thing. All right, shout out to betonline.ag. Go sign up and place your bets again. NFL 100, you get double your deposit. 
Go get it. It's easy. Free. So, yeah. For myself and Mr. Chad Richardson, I am Eddie Law. See you guys next time. Go Wildcats. Bear down. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.